Good morning and welcome to the Thunder Country Ag and Garden Report. I'm Mike Sakel, and with me this morning is Ashley Watson. She is with Wild Russet Farm, which is located in Jeffersonville. And we are happy to have Ashley here this morning and also going to be talking about a very exciting new farmer's market that's opening up this weekend. So, uh, Ashley, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thank you. So, I, I have to ask the question right off the bat, just to kind of establish what we're talking about here. You and, uh, and is it your partner, Ryan? Who is uh, with, yes, my husband, Ryan. Your yes. husband, Ryan, who is, are both from uh, California. And the interesting thing, just reading a little bio about you guys, uh, I guess that the basic question is how do two young people who basically have degrees in architecture and political science <laughs> suddenly decide to become farmers and in particular coming to New York? How did that all come about? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I can, I'll start with, actually, I'll start with Ryan. Um, he began... He was actually studying uh, for the LSAT uh, and was going to become a lawyer uh, out of college and with his uh, poli-sci degree. Um, and, you know, he was working through it and working um, at community gardens. Uh, he started in Greenpoint. He's opened a community garden um, on the Franklin Street Garden. And actually, right when he got that project, he got word that... Um, his proposal with his uh, partner from North Brooklyn Farms had been approved, um, and so they actually began an urban farm at the Domino Sugar Factory uh, in Williamsburg. Um, so that project continued for some time. Um, Ryan actually, you know, dropped the LSAT and uh, told his mom, "Like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna become an urban farmer." And she's like, oh, <laughs> All right, then. that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and luckily, you know, uh, that project took off, did super well. Um, it was only supposed to be a temporary project, um, and working uh, with a developer, you know, in the city, um, it was always temporary. There was always going to be something that was going to replace it. Uh, the project actually ended up lasting for uh, seven years. So, wow. Um, it did turn, it turned into, um, you know, more of a community space. It was a small farm. They did produce food. But I think uh, Ryan's interest really lied in, uh, you know, farming, farming at a, at a bigger scale as well. Um, and he also gained a lot of um, inspiration and passion up here by working with Aaron Burr Cidery. Um, so he fell in love with apple trees and Sullivan County. And he actually started farmers markets um working for them and fell in love with the area that's terrific so what bring, yeah. what brings you here and then what brought me here uh, i actually made my way ryan and i actually met in brooklyn uh despite both being from la uh-huh um, oh okay and uh i actually i graduated from architecture school and i went to go pursue architecture in the city um and i think what i realized uh what was kind of <laughs> Growing up in a city and then coming to a city, really what was missing uh, for me was that connection to nature. Um, I also grew up in a bunch of other states as well, Georgia and Colorado, um, and I went to school in Virginia. So I think kind of coming back into architecture and like more at a theoretical level, uh, development-driven architecture was not exactly what I wanted to do. Um, and, you know, I had, a, I had a dream of actually going to school for landscape architecture design and... Um, I met Ryan and, like, learned more about agriculture and was like, this is what I want to do. Um, this integration of, like, architecture and agriculture um, and creating these spaces that don't neglect agriculture because it's such an origin um, to mm -hmm. humans. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, like, with neglecting that in uh, design to space is, like, super important. And I think 
uh, coming to like the farmer's market as an example is a space of community where you actually integrate those things. That's terrific. And now Wild Russet Farm is is an organic farm. You're certified organic? Uh, we are not certified organic. Uh, okay. We are a, a diversified vegetable farm. Um, we also have uh, sheep, chickens, ducks, uh, two farm cats. <laughs> um, and we have a blossoming orchard program. So we planted an apple orchard for um, cider apples primarily, but also some eating apples back in 2016. Um, so it takes about five to seven years for standard sized trees to begin fruiting. So, um, it's a program in the works, but, um, we like to, you know, maintain sustainable practices and we try to follow with like the sheep, uh, maintaining the pasture and fertilizing the orchard, um, with hopefully, uh, the chickens following, um, to deal with parasite management as well. Um, you know, we're not certified organic, but we certainly, um, practice, as much of a as much to best practices for it. yeah we yep, we're yep. not biodynamic but um you know that is you know where we're headed towards that's uh that's very very interesting and, uh, and you also have a csa program right yes we do we have um almost 40 csa members we have a full share track and then we do um a half share uh, two half share tracks as well which uh alternate um and uh, members get a share every other week for the half share. So let's talk a little bit about uh, what is happening this weekend, because this is also a very exciting part of your operation. And now you are managing the Jeffersonville Farmer's Market. Um, uh, yes. Tell, tell me how, how that, that all works. Well, uh, quite honestly, we uh, just wanted to start a farmer's market, uh, and specifically in our town of Jeff. Um, we wanted to be able to sell our produce as local as possible, honestly. We love Jeff, and we, you know, it's a small town, and it could uh, really use this resurgence that's happening throughout the county, and um, we'd like to see it happen, and we just see this uh, flourishment of businesses opening along Main Street as well, and there's some exciting things to come this year uh, in the town, so this is just, you know, really a hope for to create a community space within our town. Um, you know, we travel, we, we're at other farmer's markets as well, but I think it was just really important to us to kind of create this home farmer's market. So. Yeah, yeah, as sort of your hometown farmer's market, right? Who who all is participating? Give me give me kind of a flavor for what's there. And, of course, it's a, it's seasonal. It is a farmer's market. But what, what are we going to be seeing uh, over the course of the next few weeks here at the Jeffersonville Farmer's Market? Uh, yeah, so we have, like, we have a pretty good uh, diverse range of um, vendors. So we have Aaron Burr Cider and Forthright Cider. Uh, they will be alternating weeks um, for our cider tent. And then we have um, Campanelli's Poultry Farm, which they're also at other local markets and throughout Sullivan, uh, Sullivan County. Um, oh, yeah. And then yeah. There's, uh, we also have uh, Rock Valley Spirits and um, Windy Willow Farm. Uh, so they'll offer Rock Valley Spirits uh, makes crafts, um, craft spirits, craft vodka. Their their whole motto is "Green the Glass." Um, and then there's also going to be Rock Royal Farm there over at Hancock. Um, so they'll be doing some specialty produce, coffee, uh, granola as well. And then uh, we also have additional uh, baked goods from Baker's Daughter and uh, Jam Time. All right, and this is Sundays now, I should say. So it's going to be happening tomorrow. Between 10 and 1, 10 a.m., 1 yep. p.m., begins tomorrow right through October 31st. So you've got uh, quite a season planned. 
Yeah, Memorial Day through uh, through Halloween. Are you planning other activities there, uh, like entertainment or things like that? Yes, uh, as restrictions loosen up, we do plan to have um, some different programming going on. We have some exciting things lined up, some workshops, um, some artist classes. Um, yeah, we, we plan to program throughout the season and just hope to grow in the coming years. Now, can people still apply to be part of it? How does that work? Uh, as of now, uh, our, vendor, our vendors are selected for the season. Uh, we, also, we always welcome people to shoot us an email um, if they're interested in joining. You know, um, some vendors can participate for just a portion of the season. Uh, there's my rooster. Yeah, hey. <laughs> um, and some vendors will uh, participate for a portion of the season. Um, some, you know, October 31st is a long way through the season. Some, you know, some people oh, absolutely. Bow, bow out at Labor Day. So, like, if there are other vendors out there who would like to join, or even in the coming years, we we definitely encourage it. Well, that that's very exciting. Can we have the rooster on as a guest? I know. I'd- <laughs> He obviously wants to participate, so, I mean, why not? Um, well, that that is terrific. Jeffersonville Farmer's Market, again, it's uh, it's Sundays between 10 and 1, and uh, this is your independent farmer's market, right? So yeah. I know there, there are, you know, some county-operated or sanctioned farmer's markets through Cornell Cooperative Extension and things like that, but this particular farmer's market is, is being run by, by the farm, right? By Wild Russet Farm, correct? It, yeah. It yep. is a separate project. It's a separate project for Ryan and I, yeah. And um, with the, you know the gracious host of uh, Jeffersonville Bake Shop and uh, and Lauren, so yeah, that is wonderful. Listen, I, I've got to wish both of you the best of luck. Hope to run into you at the farmers market one of these days. Oh yes, please come come visit. And uh, looks like um, it looks like it's the start of a great season. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of activity. People are certainly ready to head back outside. So, and and fresh produce and, and all the different products that you'll have at the Jeffersonville Farmer's Market seems like just the thing. So, Ashley Watson, thank you so much for joining us this morning on the Thunder Country Ag and Garden Report. Again, best of luck. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm Mike Sakel, and now you can always listen to the Thunder Country Ag and Garden Report as a podcast. Check it out on anchor.com or wherever you get your podcasts, as well as radiobold.com for the Thunder Country Ag and Garden Report.